Greetings, and welcome to the Prometheus Project Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Bist. Thank you once again for joining me on this exploration of creativity. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about imagination. You know, we all start off with powerful imaginations. When we're young, we're able to create entire worlds in our minds. Our stuffed animals talk to us. Our dolls and our other toys are interactive. We paint, we draw, we dance, we sing. Part of the reason for this is because, as children, we haven't been exposed to too much of the real world yet. We don't necessarily know what's possible and what isn't, so we create the world around ourselves. Another reason is that, again, as children, we don't have much responsibility. We don't have stress and worries, having to think about paying the bills or getting the car fixed, so we know we have extra time to explore our minds. And depending on how we grow up, whether it's in the city or the country, with a lot of friends or only a few, or if we come from a big family or an only child, we may have had more time to be imaginative than others. But as we grow older, we seem to lose the spark of imagination. Our daydreams become more limited as does the time we have to daydream. We no longer have our stuffed animals and dolls. We know much more about the world, and what's possible and what isn't. And I think in a way that makes us jaded, some more than others, and that affects our ability to use our imagination. We forget about knights in armor fighting dragons, about catching unicorns. We forget about magic. Instead, we daydream about winning the lottery or hooking up with that cute person that works in the human resources at the office. I understand why this happens. We grow up. We mature. And once I was no longer a child, I put away childish things. Or however that quote goes. And really, I think that's a shame. But I'm also talking about most people. Creative people still retain a lot of that imagination. Or at least the capacity for it. We have to. It's our bread and butter. Well, if we're lucky enough to get paid for it. It's also our reason, our purpose. Imagination drives us. But regardless of whether you're creative or not, imagination is still important. Why? Because it helps us to think differently. It helps us to solve problems, to find workarounds. It doesn't matter what you might do for a living you still have to use a little bit of imagination every day. It's not the same as when you were a child, but all that practice thinking of games for you and your favorite stuffed animal to play, well, that prepared you for figuring out why the copier isn't working, or why that piece of code isn't compiling correctly, or how to figure out why the dryer isn't drying your clothes. While we still end up using some imagination as adults, we're missing out on that magical type of imagination. I mean, sure, we can use some imagination to figure out a new way to organize our old DVD collection, but that's about the extent of it. Yes, it's practical, but where's the fun in that? As an artist, I'm always exploring ideas with my imagination. I love to ask, what if, and see where that leads me. I don't come up with a story every time, and even if I don't, I have fun on the journey. A little escape from reality every now and then is a good thing. Or as Willy Wonka said in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, a little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. Credit, of course, goes to Roald Dahl. And that leads me to my point, or close to it. 
we need that break from reality. Most people get that reality break by binge-watching reality TV, which seems like an oxymoron. But that's just bland escapism, passive escapism. It takes no effort from you and does nothing for you. Video games can fall into that same category. It's escapism, but passive. Well, let me clarify that before I get an angry email. A lot of video games are passive escapism, but there are some that encourage creativity. A perfect example is Minecraft. If you aren't familiar with it, it's basically a big sandbox game with different types of play, including a creative mode. I think it was designed with kids in mind, but I know people of all ages play it. You can build things like castles or modern cities, or you can use this building material called redstone and uh, create circuits and automated devices in the game. You know, that's creative. It takes imagination. Shooting zombies is not the same thing, <laughs> although I can see it as being cathartic. If you've listened to some of my previous episodes, then you've heard me talk about how creativity and self-expression are both tied to mental health. Imagination is tied in with this as well, at least in my unofficial, unexpert opinion. I think that when we lose that spark of childish imagination, we lose a magical part of ourselves. I believe that imagination helps us to process things, helps us through dark periods, through depression. I also think it's like exercising our brains. Many physicians state that brain exercise is good. They encourage people to work crossword puzzles and other word games, play trivia games, connect the dots, whatever, as long as you're working the cerebellum. But in addition to these word and puzzle games, we also need to work on the imagination. And maybe in strengthening our ability to dream and create, it'll also help us to recapture some of that childhood creativity. As a writer, I use my imagination all the time, but not everything I write is a, quote, unquote, serious story. Sometimes I write stuff just for fun. You know, silly poems, stupid short stories. These aren't pieces I'll ever plan to publish. They're just for fun, to make myself laugh or to see how far off the charts I can go with the weirdness. I'll write about talking animals or some hallucinatory aliens, drug-fueled binges, or maybe an alternative take on a fairy tale. No, it's not fine art, but it's fun. Sometimes I just want to see what I can do with words. One example is a poem I once wrote that was simply one word per line. Was it any good? No. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but was it fun to write? Absolutely. It'll never see the light of day, but I still have it in one of my spiral notebooks lying around the home office. And we can take this even further. When was the last time that you sat on the floor and played with some dolls or some toy cars? Were you six, seven years old? For those of you with children, I'm sure you've probably done this a bit more recently than the rest of us, which is great. For the rest of us, however, well, maybe we should consider doing it. Seriously, if someone came up to me and handed me a dozen matchbox cars, I'd be building a track on my living room floor. I'm game for just about anything. And when it comes to acting like a kid, well, I'm your man. Why is there a stigma about adults playing with children's toys? I'm not talking about some weird My Little Pony obsession. I mean, just having fun with dolls or action figures, making fun objects out of Play-Doh or clay or Legos. 
Where's the harm in that? I mean, other than adults feeling self-conscious and a little embarrassed to be playing with toys. But you know, I bet that if you went out and bought a set of Legos, brought them home, and played with them for a couple of days, you'd get over that embarrassment. And just a quick side note here. Back in the late 70s, early 80s, there's this short-lived late-night sketch comedy show called Fridays. It was much like uh, Saturday Night Live, but it just didn't catch on. However, it did have a pretty great cast and some great writers. And one of the funniest skits they did on that show was one with Michael Richards, otherwise known as Kramer from Seinfeld. The entirety of the skit is Richards sitting in the dirt playing with little toy army men. That's it. He lays them all out and has them go to war. He does all the sound effects, the voices of the soldiers, the explosions, tanks rumbling. It was great seeing a grown man playing with these toys just like a kid would do. I think the humor for me was a combination of seeing something so out of the ordinary, but at the same time, remembering myself doing that as a kid. And the places my imagination would take me. You know, if you're curious, you can probably still find a clip out on YouTube. I believe the skit was called Battle Boy. Well, one last thing I want to mention regarding imagination. When we were children, letting our imaginations run wild, we didn't care about embarrassment. We weren't self-conscious when we were talking to our stuffed animals. We were essentially fearless. So this leads me to believe that exercising our imaginations in different ways can also help our self-confidence and our self-esteem. Think about this for a moment. You buy some clay, and sit at your dining room table, and attempt to make a couple of little animals. Maybe a horse, a dog, a cat. They turn out looking kind of sad, and you don't want to show anyone. Fair enough, it's understandable. But you keep at it, every day, pounding that clay into a mound, then molding it, remolding it, until what you hope ends up looking like a dog. The more you do it, the better you get at it. Sure, you may not ever make it look realistic, but that's not the point. The point is the act of using your imagination and trying to bring that into being. After a few weeks of this, I bet your clay dog is looking better than the first attempt. And you know, you're probably more likely to show it to someone. Maybe as a serious piece of art, or maybe just as a joke, something to laugh at. This goes to show that by using your imagination, you've built up some skill and some bravery. I think that's a good thing. So here's a little challenge for you this week, or for any time. Play. If you have young children, you know, your own kids, or maybe nieces, nephews, cousins, take some time to play with them. Encourage them to use their imaginations and don't be afraid to play along. Have fun with them. If you don't have kids, then take a bold step and go buy some toys to play with. Play-Doh, clay, finger paints, Legos, wooden blocks, whatever. But make sure it's something designed with kids in mind. Take it home, put on some music, and let your imagination run wild. Build a skyscraper from toy blocks or use finger paints to paint a unicorn. Be silly. Have fun. If you feel self-conscious, just ignore it. This is your time to let the kid inside of you out to play. I really hope you give it a shot, but be careful. You might end up making it a regular routine. All right, well, that's it for this episode. As always, I'd love to hear from you. Your thoughts on the episodes, ideas for future shows, or just to say hi. 
I'd love to hear your thoughts on creativity. And also, please feel free to share this show with your friends. The more, the merrier. As always, you can get in touch with me via my website, richardbist.com, or on Twitter at Richard Bist. I'll talk to you next episode. Cheers. <music>